Discovered advance, why people don't grow. Today's process is this, addicted to themselves. Sit back, relax. Enjoy this SIDW podcast with some early thoughts. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. There are monsters and bandits here, but if you are stuck in your 9 to 5 and you want to start or grow a business, this is the place for you. Remember, admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. Hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and perspective hunter. Today's process is this. Everyone is addicted to something. Mainly how they are right now. Sit back, relax. Let's light this candle. All right. So it's a very interesting thing, a realization that I had. I consider it the second most powerful realization of my life. The first being that parachute pants and half shirts while looking awesome on my brother. Not very flattering for me. Uh, but this realization is is that everyone is addicted to something. And a little background is in order. And the, the thing that everyone's addicted to is how they are right now. What do I mean by that? So your brain produces four different chemicals, basically, to, to get you to do things, to make you happy. Um, do- dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. And these are the feel-good drugs. These are the drugs that basically your brain releases when you do things uh, or experience things uh, to help keep you alive, uh, to help keep you keep doing habits and things um, in order for you to thrive and to be able to, you know, from an evolutionary standpoint, to have babies and continue your genes. That's it. That's all your brain cares about. Your little brain. Um, your snake brain, your, your, your whatever you want, your, your monkey brain, whatever you want to call it. Your little brain that releases all the drugs, all it cares about keeping you alive as long as possible to procreate. That's it. And it does, it rewards you with those drugs. Now, those drugs in your brain, they all get, what's interesting is they're, they're all get rewarded for different things. Some of them get rewarded by status. Some of them get rewarded by um, community. Some of them get rewarded by doing work. But for whatever happens, every... Everything that you do unconsciously it resolves around because you're addicted to those chemicals. And once you realize that, one, you can start to play around with your brain and, and design your life to reward yourself for those things. And that's that's kind of a that's kind of like a a, a, a more advanced thing to talk about. We're not gonna talk about that today. Because I haven't really gotten into that very well, to be honest with you. But what I'm more what I'm what I'm more interested in talking to you about is that you're addicted to you. All those chemicals and all those things are, are, have created, helped you create along with your decisions, have helped you create you. The habits, you know, the mindsets, the skill sets, the environment, everything is created. Part of that is these, this addiction to these drugs and that addiction is to who you are right now. And what that means basically is this, is that if you try to be better, you know, the whole self-improvement, self-improvement, you know, mantra is, oh, you can improve yourself. So one, I've talked about this before, is that there's an infinite number of things that are wrong with you. But the other thing is, is that you have a strong addiction to who you are right now. And it's, it's an addiction that's not just something that you can overcome with willpower. 
So if you look at people who are addicted to drugs and alcohol, willpower is not enough. Like, they have to bottom out and everything has to get so bad that they have to, like, fundamentally change as a person. They have to be like, all right, what I'm doing is not working and I have to be actually take the steps to become a different person. When people talk about the 12 steps or they talk about, um, you know, people going to rehab, the whole purpose of that is reprogramming. Like, you're reprogramming your brain and you're getting clear on the idea you have to be a different person. The people you hung out with, how you handle stress, what you define as a success, um, you have to totally reprogram yourself. And if you try to if you try to go on the self-improvement route where you're like, well, I like who I am, but what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna make myself better, then you're you're not addressing the main issue. And the main issue is you have to be different. Because if you're not different, here's what's gonna happen. If you just try to make yourself better, better requires willpower. If you say, if you say, yeah, I'll go to the bar, but I won't drink, then you're gonna just have willpower to not drink, okay? And your willpower is gonna run out, and then guess what's gonna happen if you go to bars every day? You're going to drink. Like, it's just what's gonna happen. The same thing, the same concept applies for you and for how you're trying to change your life. You can't change your life unless you change yourself. And I don't mean change, just change kind of like your actions. I mean fundamentally change yourself, like who you decide who you're going to be. And, you know, animals are addicted to instinct, and I don't know if they have the same, some of them have the same chemical issues that we do, you know, like serotonin and lobsters and all that, you know. But the, uh, and I'm mobile again today, I apologize, but apparently this is the only time I can get time to do the podcast, so you're going to have to just deal with it until I can get my, my scheduling under control. Um... But, but you know, animals can't change themselves. There are, and a dog is always a dog is always a dog, right? It has instinct. I mean, you can train a dog within its parameters, but it's never not going to. It's never going to stop being a dog. As a human being, you can be different, all sorts of different types of human being. that are totally not the same. Like, and over a lifetime, you can be multiple different people if you want to be. I mean, I've done that. I mean, I've I've had a lot of different iterations of myself. Some of them good. Some of them not so good. But they've all been different. They've not been better. Some of them have been worse. <laughs> but but the only way that you're going to change your life is you've got to actually completely completely change your view of who you are. Completely is a strong word. You have to change who you are, right? Now, how much you have to change who you are depends on how much of your life you want to change. If you only want to change your life a little bit, then, you know, tweak it here, tweak it there. You still have to change, but you don't have to make a massive overhaul. But if the thing I'm trying to tell you is if you try to go the improvement route, the self-improvement route, then what happens is you're just going to fall back. You're going to fall back into your habits that you have right now because you're addicted to those habits and your willpower to like do some new training or to read some new books, something you read in a book or like, you know, I'm going to journal every day. No, like you're going to peter out. And that's why you start things and stop is because you're, you're treating, you're trying to treat you're trying to change who you are with symptoms. You're trying to just treat the symptoms. You know, you're not treating the under. You're, you're taking aspirin for a headache, but the problem is, is that you're hungover every day, and that that does the aspirin's not going to help you. You know, you've got to stop being hungover every day, and that's going to require you to be a different person. It's the same exact. It's the same exact thing for you with regards to changing your life. And the lesson here is this: is that it's not a make sure. Make sure you know who you want to be. Because if you change your life and you're not sure that's what you want to do, it's a massive undertaking. It's not easy to do. There's, you have, you're, also, if you're older, you know, I'm 47, almost am I 48. How old am I? 40, I'll be 48 this year in October. So, like, I have massive life momentum. 
massive decades, decades of life momentum. So for me to totally transform myself takes a, a massive amount of work. Now, if you're in your twenties and you know, and all you've got is a high school experience and a college experience, it still takes a massive amount of work. Uh, but you don't have the momentum, the life momentum when you're older. So, you know, the sooner you can get a hold of these ideas, the better, because it's a little bit easier. But there's always, there's no, there's no, there's no person who can't change their life. I don't care if you're 90 years old, you can change who you are. That's a great thing about being a human being. And and if you're dedicated to the process, and you don't really care if you make it to the sort of the ideal. The ideal is something to measure against, but the ideal is not the the ideal is not the goal. The process is the goal. And when you realize that, you get to just chill way out. Everything, you know, you're like, okay. And then you also understand why you suck so bad all the time. Because you're treating symptoms and you're trying to just be better. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, you feel good if you do things, right? But then you're like, oh, they don't get the results that you want. Like, it's, it's a huge... It's a huge circle, man, and we'll go into that in some other podcasts, but the thing I just want you to understand and take from today is that you're addicted to you, and if you want to change, it's not as easy as buying a seminar or listening to some dude on a podcast or reading a book or journaling every day with working papers. It's not that easy, man. If it was that easy, everybody would do it. If it was that easy, then there'd be no such thing as the Pareto Pareto Principle where you take... You know, 20% of people are responsible for all the creative output in any endeavor. Like, that includes you, bud. That, that includes you, buddy. So, like, 20% of the people, well, a lot of people will listen to this podcast. I'm like, yes, that makes perfect sense. And then they'll just go on doing what they were doing. Like, and that's, that's just the numbers, man. It's just like, but you have to decide if you're going to be, which number are you going to fall into? Are you going to do the work and be a part of the 20%? Or are you going to be a part of the 80% and dissatisfied? And then wondering why and blaming other people? Because... Here's the thing. It's a risk either way. You can do all the work and nothing can, you know, and things might not change the way that what you want them to. You can not do the work and you will be miserable. You could be miserable your whole life. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're totally happy with where you are. Great. Awesome. Um, you know, I'm not. I, I choose to try to, I choose to try to understand. And the more that I understand, the better I do financially, the more I understand the better father I am, the more I understand, the more my family thrives, the more I understand, the better my body is, the more I understand, the less I abuse it with stress-reducing things like terrible food and beer. And, and, but there's, that, that it's risky too, because there's a lot of time spent, there's a lot of time spent in sort of the, it's your in process. And so you, you, there's a lot of time where you feel uncomfortable and unsettled, like all the time. And I don't know if that's how you're supposed to be. I don't know if you're supposed to be zenning out and just be, be happy and, and, you know, clapping your hands all the time and doing the hokey pokey. I got no idea, but I choose to try to understand. And that takes work because that takes setting yourself on a path to, to creating yourself, to self-creation, not self-improvement. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out your working papers. If you don't have working papers, then I want you to take out, I want you to go buy a journal or go buy, um, a spiral notebook or take out your trapper keeper, your unicorn trapper keeper from fifth grade. Okay. Just take something out and start writing your thoughts down. And what I want you to write down is, are you trying to be better right now with what you're doing or are you trying to be different? Like, are you doing self-improvement or self-creation? Because improvement breaks. Improvement breaks. Being different takes. And what I mean by takes is not take from you. It takes as in terms of it lasts. I have a little side note. Normally I'd sign off right now, but I have a little side note. I finished a journal, yes, two days ago, 
And this one took me a long time to do, so don't feel bad if it takes you a long time. It was a pretty big journal, though, but it took me 18 months to finish it, like to go from beginning to end. And whenever I start a journal, I try to write down kind of like a where I'm at, a couple you know pages of where I'm at, so that when I finish it, I can look back and I can compare myself in terms of on the process of you know how far I've come, and then I can take that growth and then I can take points from it. I can feel good about it and I can feed myself with that growth. And you know, things are so much clearer for me now than they were 18 months ago. 18 months ago, I was in California. I was like, my business has been doing the same thing he'd been doing for four years. I wasn't fired up about it. Um, you know, Luke had just been born. My whole family was in total chaos because of the new baby. You know, my wife was in chaos. She was experiencing postpartum depression. I was doing a shitty job of, of helping her and dealing with that. And I just, I didn't have the tools to do that. And you know, now we're, we live in Virginia Beach. My business is starting to, my new business is that I really believe in is starting to pick up. We've got, I've got a very, very, very clear vision on the plan. My family's starting to thrive. My daughter's doing great in preschool. And you get those, you know, and I'm a different person than I was 18 months ago. I'm not the same. Some things are the same, you know, I guess, but I'm a fundamentally different person. And I'm better, like I'm, I'm a better person just all the way around. Now I'm not where I want to be. I don't understand what I like as much as I like to understand, but it works. Now, if you're like, oh my God, 18 months, it took you 18 months to follow a journal? Yeah. I tell you the truth, man. I'm not some, I'm not some like super, <laughs> superhero guru person. It's not me, man. I'm just a person trying to understand and trying to share with other people some things that I've learned so that it doesn't take them 18 months to do a journal. Maybe if you apply some of the lessons, you can do it in the, you can do it in the year. Uh, you know, same journal size you do in the year. I don't know. But... It was a good deal, and it was good for me to express it to you and and uh, to verbalize it and put it out there because it makes it real. If you just keep things to yourself, you don't share them, you don't you don't you don't um, interact with others. Then what's the point? Like, go be a hermit, then. That's easy. Uh, just stay in your stay in your mom's basement and play video games all day long, and and just interact with people online. You don't actually have to physically talk to anyone. Um, but that's a risk. I'm telling you. So. I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you it's a risk. And that's the type of risk I'm not willing to bear. But just remember, man, is that there is no end if you stay on the path to understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements. 
a place with a bedrock foundation and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.